This week on Low Earth Orbit, we review the Grand Budapest Hotel. This is Madame D's last will and testament. To Monsieur Gustave H, I bequeath a painting known as Boy with Apple. Wow. What? Who's Gustave H? I want roadblocks at every junction for 50 kilometers. I want rail blocks at every train station for 100 kilometers. Get in! I want 50 men and 10 bloodhounds ready in five minutes. can't arrest him simply because he's a bloody immigrant. Take your hands off my lobby boy! Welcome to Low Earth Orbit, episode 35. I'm Justin Voss. I'm Scott Stevenson. I'm Steve Marmon. And on this episode, we're reviewing The Grand Budapest Hotel. This is the new movie from Wes Anderson. It stars all the usual Wes Anderson suspects that you've all come to know and love, plus a few extra people who show up as cameos that we don't want to spoil. And the plotline here, as much as you can sort of summarize it for most Wes Anderson movies, is that it's about the concierge and the lobby boy of a Eastern European hotel called the Grand Budapest Hotel. And it takes place in a sort of fictionalized version of the 1930s. And there's some hijinks that ensue with wills and prison and just general movie plotline stuff. <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's really cool. It's things. really hard to explain, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we just got back from seeing it. And Steve, what did you think? I thought it was delightful. I love the atmosphere. Uh, I mean, there's just the general Wes Anderson atmosphere you get with the you know symmetrical you know shots and the you know Wes Andersony colors and and all that, but also just sort of the recreation of this fictional country in, you know, Eastern Europe was just really sort of charming and, and wonderful. And uh, I just really like that world he created. The music was delightful as well. Um, Alexandra Desplat, I think that's how you pronounce his name, is the composer. He also did Moonrise Kingdom and maybe some of the earlier Miss Anderson films, I'm not sure. I really like the Moonrise Kingdom score. This one was a little bit less memorable because it didn't tie itself tie into the plot line in the way that the score in Moonrise Kingdom did. Uh, but still, it was really, really well done and fit the, fit the movie. And uh, it was really funny and entertaining and, you know, zany in the way that Wes Anderson plots there are. And so, yeah, I, I really liked it a lot. Uh, two thumbs up. Awesome. So, Scott, I understand this is your first Wes Anderson movie, except for maybe a small piece of the Royal Tenenbaums? Yeah, which nothing is more confusing than a small portion of a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> except an entire Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> well, now that you've seen the whole thing, what do you think? I think, yeah, everything Steve said is basically, uh, I agree with, it, it's charming, it's funny, it's kind of witty, it's colorful, it's fun to watch. You know, you leave with basically a good feeling. I mean, there's some weird kind of deaths and stuff, but, I mean, it's a fun ride. It's sort of a strange experience for me, not just because I haven't seen other Wes Anderson movies, but like the setting and stuff is not something I would typically gravitate towards. It's a little too kind of it's a different kind of quirky than the quirky that I consider my quirky. Mm -hmm. But despite that, you know, I fully enjoyed it and it was a lot of fun and I would easily recommend somebody would see it. It's sort of weird. Like if somebody I was, you know, while Steve was talking, I was trying to figure out, like, how would you characterize the particular stylized type of thing that Wes Anderson does and his sense of humor? Literally, the only thing I can come up with. It's not that funny. I don't, you're looking at me like it's kind of funny, but I'm just so excited to hear you have to say it. <laughs> well, it's, it's not. It's, I mean, it's not. It's not the the only thing you could think of is like if there was like a parallel universe, Wes Anderson who decided to make a cartoon series, that would be Adventure Time, 
And like all the Wes Anderson movies to me are like the live action version of the Adventure Time. It's the same thing where it's like he chooses one, you know, Wes Anderson movies choose one detail and then they just like spend five minutes on it. You're like, what What are you doing? You're spending five minutes on this like one potted plant in the corner of the window, you know. Um, and they take it on this crazy journey. And then like five minutes later, you're like, what, what, what just happened? I don't know. Was that clear enough? That was a great description, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that whole thing is so much fun. And there's so many things, that, totally unexpected things happen. And like there's some really touching moments, a few that are like really beautiful, but very, very brief. And then they move on to the funny stuff again. Yeah, I kind of want to watch it again just to catch all the little things. That I heard other people laughing at in the theater that I clearly missed. Yeah. There were just a lot of those really, you know, there's a lot of like really quick cuts, uh, particularly at the beginning. And I, and I only cut parts of you know some of them yeah and yeah. uh i feel like i you know could, would, would laugh at a lot more things in the second time through yeah yeah the, it's not a spoiler at all because it, it literally happens for half a second but one of the funny, funniest things to me that happened early on was he's he's walking through the hotel and kind of like making comments on how to improve you know get rid of that buy some of those bring that in here and there's some guy and he's holding the flowers <laughs> <laughs> he walks by some guy holding flowers and he's like those are horrible and the guy's like i agree Hotel Kinski, kitchen boy, six months. Hotel Berlitz, mop and broom boy, three months. Before that, I was a skillet scrubber. Experience in the zero. Thank you again, Mr. Gustav. Straighten that cap, Anatole. The pleasure's mine, Herr Schneider. Mr. Asbusters. These are not acceptable. I fully agree. Education. <laughs> There's no reason that should be funny. It was absolutely hilarious. I think part of it was because I heard Steve laughing at the other side of the aisle, but it was still absolutely hilarious. Just These a deadpan. Bo- they're both just so matter of fact about it. Like, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's like a whole movie. I mean, there's there's that kind of stuff throughout, but there's also some sort of larger plot lines. And by the way, I assume this is the same with all the the other Wes Anderson movies. But like the monologues that take place that are like perfect. I'm sure it took 50 takes, but you know, perfect. That that's a lot of fun too. Just hearing somebody talk. It's like he's still talking, and it's he's taking one breath, and he's been speaking for two and a half minutes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's great. I highly recommend it. What do you think, Justin? Uh, yeah. To- Total agreement with both of you. You know, I think that Wes Anderson just has such a strong style that if you just say, oh, it's a Wes Anderson movie, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. And that's exactly what happened here. It's like, oh, Wes Anderson, I know what it's going to be like. And that's exactly what it was like. And it was awesome. You know, it was funny in all the right ways. And it had, you know, sort of like what you said, Scott, about like the more emotional moments and everything. And it was just, yeah, it was great. It's exactly what you want from a Wes Anderson movie. So it was it was really good. And I I like how I think he... I think this is on purpose, but Wes Anderson's special effects are kind of so bad. Like, there's a lot of spots where you're like, yes, that is clearly a miniature. Or, like, you yeah. know, like... I, I think they, this... they, they did it deliberately in this one. Yeah, totally, yeah. Or, I, mean, I don't, I mean, I don't I, think the Life Aquatic is kind of like that, too, where the effects okay. are, like, really poor. Like, but they're, I, I they're supposed to be, where it's like, it's like, you know, all of the props are, like, paper mache, right? Where it's, like, it's supposed to kind of, I think, look sort of low budget, even though I think you could do something really high budget. But I thought it was kind of cool in this case where you, like, see, you know... Or there's a scene where they're like, you know, skiing down the mountain, and there's like some spots where you're like, "This is so." Like, if it was any other movie, this would yeah. feel really weird and out of place. But it actually like kind of fits in like this weird sort of like, you know, paper diorama universe that Wes Anderson likes to yeah. set all his things in. You know, it's like, like slightly slapsticky, but like in a very like particular way that yeah. seems to be unique to his movies. Yeah, totally. So, but no, it was great. I mean, if you if you like Wes Anderson movies at all, then you were gonna you were going to go see this anyway. But you know. Go see it for sure. For you, you know. guys, how, where do you think it stands on sort of the list? You know, is it is in the upper end of some of your favorites, or is it somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle? Or I think it's a contender for me. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I think my favorite is still the Darjeeling Limited of the ones that I've seen. Um, but I think this is a this is a close competitor. Yeah, I was debating in my mind whether I like this movie or Moonrise Kingdom better. I, I really, really like Moonrise Kingdom. I think it still may eke this out a little bit, but 
yeah, yeah, it's super close. You know, tying for maybe my favorite. Oh, there, I was just going to say there are a couple things that I didn't talk about because I think they are spoilers, but mm-hmm. I think kind of made the movie for me. Yeah. Um, so we should okay. talk about that after. We'll yeah. So the one non-spoilers question that I have to – I'm contractually obligated to ask Steve, where, how do we rank on the use of Instagram filters in the cinematography? <laughs> I have to say I, I was a little disappointed on this front. Yeah. Particularly after Moonrise Kingdom, which was so Instagram filtery, <laughs> I feel like it kind of took you know, a little a slight step back from yeah. that. So I, you know, it's... that should be a filter, Moonrise, shouldn't it? Instagram filter. It, yes, mm. it may very well be. Actually, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's not, but I will see if I can remedy this. <laughs> <laughs> this is my next crusade. Phone calls will be made. <laughs> Uh, um, was it just where we were sitting, or was the whole movie actually not widescreen? Was it shot in like an almost square or like four by three aspect ratio? Because I noticed that towards the end of the movie, I was like, I don't, I don't think this movie is widescreen. And I just never noticed it the whole time. Uh, well, I remember explicitly during the beginning, I had to look over at the other end of the screen to see what was going on. Yeah. So it couldn't have been the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't know. It's one of the, I would have. To, I didn't notice the transition, honestly. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, and like I said, it may just be like that because we were kind of sitting on the edge, you know, and so that's like the perspective. But there was definitely a moment where I was like, wow, I think maybe maybe this movie isn't widescreen. I don't know. But it may just been where we were sitting. But I think it would be like a really interesting choice. Like how many movies today yeah. come out that aren't widescreen, right? Yeah. So if this wasn't, I think that would be a really interesting choice. But like I said, it may have just been an illusion of, you know, where we were sitting in the theater. Yeah. I have a question for you, for you guys, which was one of the criticisms I heard sort of level at this film was that it was Wes Anderson was, you know, almost parodying himself. I can see that. Yeah, did you? So you felt, felt like that maybe that was something there. For me, it felt about as Wes Andersony as a Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, and, uh, which itself was more Wes Andersony than you know the previous films, like, mm-hmm. not, like notably. But this felt like it, he kind of sort of like recalibrated to a new level of Wes Anderson, and he sort of stayed <laughs> the same. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean. I guess I can see how people would feel that way. He may not have actually like changed at all his style, but like I kind of said, he sort of has like such a strong brand around like what he does, right? He's got like that Wes Anderson style. Like it's to the point where SNL can do a skit where they make fun of him. They have like that Halloween skit that they did where it's yes. like the, the which, midnight coterie of sinister intruders, which was amazing and great. Yes. Um, if you guys like Wes Anderson movies, <laughs> you owe it to yourself. Yes. First watch this because <laughs> you can do it right now. Exactly. And then go to see, uh, you know, the movie. Movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. so I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe that's just an, uh, an artifact of the fact that you know he's well known and his style is well known, and so then when you see stuff in his style, you're like, oh, it's making fun of Wes Anderson. And like, oh wait, this is Wes Anderson. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, maybe maybe we've reached the point where you can't tell the difference between the parodies and the actual thing anymore, just because he's become so well known. It's, it's the like, William Shatner effect. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah, it could be. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it seems like a high class problem. It's, it's you know, it's like people like his stuff so much that it's and it's so recognizable, and he does it so consistently well. Yeah. It's like all right, you know, so he's not blowing your mind, but at the same time, you know, it's good each yeah. time, right? And I mean, nobody's complaining that it's not like less Wes Anderson-y mm-hmm. than previous attempts. So mm-hmm. that seems like a nice place to be. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so it sounds like we all really enjoyed it and are recommending it. So. Go out and see it when it goes into wide release this Thursday. That's March 13th. As always, if you have any feedback about the show or you just want to say hi or whatever, you can contact us on our website at lowearthorbit.fm. You can send us email at feedback at lowearthorbit.fm, or you can follow us on Twitter at lowearthshow. Also on our website, you'll find our meticulous show notes where we find links for all the things that we talk about. So all the stuff that we reference in our review, we'll put a link in there so you can go look at all the other stuff there too 
Okay, so Scott, you had something that you wanted to talk about that was kind of spoilerish? Yeah, there were two two moments I thought were really, really awesome. One was very, very short. And I'm trying to remember what the context was. For some reason, I can't right now. But they, they shot over to her, and it was this, like, gorgeous frame where there was some sort of colored light, like, floating around her face. Mm. And she was just, like— It's when they're on the carousel. At that's the what it fair. was. Yeah, that that was awesome. Or I don't know what it's sort of, like, sort of spinning. Yeah, yeah, I loved that. And it was only—it was literally only, like— two seconds or something like that but that for some reason made an impact on me i think because it was the tone was so different than the rest of the movie it kind of stuck with me there but the other thing was the scene in the hotel where they're all shooting at each other that may be one of the best movie scenes i've ever seen like i was just like what the hell is going on inside no, no one appears to die either yes, that's the best part so, but just everybody walks out of the hotel room with a yeah. different, bigger gun yes, than the last guy. Like, they're all just like sleeping with their like their rifles. It's, like, the whole, it's the army. I like, I I the bunk? Yeah, I guess. And then, and then he like casually walks downstairs, like through all the gunfire to try yes. to like see her. And then they're both hanging outside the window, and they both fall in the the cake truck. Yeah, which is I thought that entire scene was. <laughs> and then and then Edward Norton's character comes out, and he's like, "All right, nobody do anything. You're all arrested." <laughs> <laughs> That I love awesome. that, like, he, they made no attempt to give him any kind of accent. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're like, know, eh, it's Edmund Orton. It's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> He's just going to have an American accent because whatever. Yeah. I think, but they did for everybody. You know, like uh, exactly yeah, 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 Jeff Goldblum, yeah. no, you know, yeah. American accent. Like, But just, it was, he's, he's so, like, generic American, like, you know, hometown kind of person that there's no, there's no air of, like, officialness at all to him, right? But he's... He was like the commander, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But there was not, I mean, even Bill Murray is not more official. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So those, I mean, those two, I mean, as my, as my first like Wes Anderson experience, I mean, uh, it's such a unique thing that I think I'll really enjoy seeing some of the other movies now. I mean, what what do you think I should see if I like this one then? So you Darjeeling Limited is what you Mm -hmm. said. But I just like that one in general. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say? Uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom, right. Yeah, that's on the list. And I was, before the movie, I was talking to Justin, I was like, yeah, everybody keeps telling me that I need to see that. I was like. It might also just be Steve telling me multiple times that it's I need to probably see it. that. <laughs> so multiple people or just Steve all the time? Actually Either way. To lose track. <laughs> I need to see it. Uh, but do you, do you like, I mean, what's like your second, I mean, or third or whatever favorite after that? Um, probably Royal Tenet Bombs. Okay. I have not seen Drilling Limited, so okay. I, I really want to. Mm-hmm. The, the one really small moment that I would sort of appreciate it, and I think sounds like he might do it in a larger sense in other movies is when they were on the, uh, the ski slopes, the cable cars, mm. the, the swinging sound of, like, the metal on metal was in sync with the music so that mm-hmm. it was actually one of the instruments, which is, like, a really subtle, small thing, but I, I really appreciated yeah, it. I feel like that. I think you'll, you might like Ruminized Kingdom because it does okay. a lot of stuff to actually tie the soundtrack into the plot of the film itself, yeah. which I think is really cool. I don't know if anybody else noticed that. And I was just no, curious. yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, yeah I noticed that because it's like the characters are kind of like going back and forth. I'm like, this is exactly what's happening with the music. It's well that, done. By the way, that that series of scenes also was. <laughs> I, I, I stuff. really, you really loved that. that. <laughs> awesome. Yes, damn it. <laughs> it's funny because up until that point, I mean, that was like the the third act stuff was the thing that made me like really really like the movie. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, it was like this is cool, you know, I like it. And then that stuff happened, and it was like, yeah, this is awesome. And like the, <laughs> the, the shootout at the hotel and all those things, and it kind of like took off at the yeah. end. Yeah. Or when, or when um, he get he pushes the assassin. Off that the was cliff. amazing. <laughs> it's like reciting poetry. Yeah, you know. like, <laughs> I heard the people behind us were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right, moviegoer. That is the right reaction to have. <laughs> the cat flying out the window. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that was the best. But the lad dies so shocked. Did you 
throw my cat. Yeah, that was, <laughs> was the most Jeff Goldblum like <laughs> moment. But that, but that was another part where it just it happens so fast. It's like yeah. it's like a fraction of a second where he just. <laughs> well, and it happens in other movies, but they never address it usually, right? It's just like, oh, okay, that happened, and then they move on. Oh, and also when he went into the museum, the 14 minutes thing. That, oh, oh, that was so I hilarious. Think, I think that was my favorite part of the entire movie. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Same guy sitting there. Yeah, yeah you're right. There's just like so much like shocking parts like with the cat and yeah. like with the fingers. Yes. And, like the fingers, yeah. By the way, am I right in thinking that the the like the old guy does not look anything like the kid? Like not yeah, yeah, remotely no, yeah, enough. No, no, like not even slightly. It's like is this supposed to be so, so the the one thing that I still don't really understand is why did the author have a statue with hotel keys over it on it? Like Well, I, I assumed that people connected with the book enough that they put their hotel keys mm. on there. Like that was it was like their little it's like the locks on the... Yes, you know, exactly. Yeah, it's, that's what I figured. I just didn't understand, like, I guess his book is just so beloved. Like, I guess I don't understand why the author is himself such a yeah, it's not, like, well-known it's not based figure. On book, is it? I hope not. No, I don't know. It's okay. not. No. Yeah. It was inspired... What is it? I didn't know that author. Inspired by the writings of so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I looked, at that, looked that up before because I saw that somewhere. And I guess he's just a, a, a guy that, like, he wrote... It's, it's nonfiction, like his works, but he kind of chronicled... You know, Eastern Europe in that time mm. period, and so I think that was a lot of inspiration for the setting. Yeah, okay, um, okay. but it wasn't actually like not for the story itself, right? And I was just that was just the one piece that like didn't sort of like come together for me at the end of the movie. It was like because I thought that they would reveal that towards the end. Yeah, like why he is so whatever. But if I mean, if it's just that he's a you know famous author, I guess that's fine. But I just it wasn't yeah, clear it, to me while watching the movie that that was. It, it, sort of it, weird. it didn't really tie. Yeah, yeah it did, I mean, I, I think it could have been just as well without that final sort of narrative frame around the whole thing. Yeah, it didn't add a whole lot. I wonder. I mean, the only. I mean, there was the whole conspiracy theory. But there was this whole like like hotel syndicate thing, right? With like all you know yeah. the, the circle yes. of hotels, all their all their keys, you cool. know. So. Uh, Maybe that's like their keys, like or something. But it didn't really seem like it. All yeah. I can all I can think of this pure conspiracy theorist to me is that his next movie is going to somehow tie in with that character. I don't know. Mm. I mean, that would be the only reason to set it up with such because everything else is so meticulous. You know, yeah. like he's everything else is very deliberate. Yeah. Is in there for a reason. Is trying to at least entertain you in some way. And that was the only thing. And it would be weird for the bookends to have be totally meaningless. You know. I don't know. Has Wes Anderson really ever done that? Where he has right. like a not a not even like a sequel sequel but like a spiritual sequel like does he really do that i don't know no, well, it would be one crossover character i mean that was yeah but even that i mean he doesn't really do like he uses all the same people he has like, he has like a cast you know that he just always yeah. plugs in each yeah. movie but they're not they're not at all the same characters usually it's interesting that snl skit is so crazy because there's a there's this behind the scenes blog post where they talked about how they went to like really really great technical efforts to yeah. make it seem yeah, yeah yeah it's awesome we down should to, link this as well yeah it's, like down to the lenses they used and the film stock and yeah like, i actually learned a lot about filmmaking yeah. from <laughs> this blog post <laughs> yeah it was really good you know and it's just like wow yeah i guess i mean it, because anderson himself uses a really consistent set of lenses and a really consistent kind of film and a really yeah. consistent kind of color grade and stuff and so like because he uses those things consistently, just by you using those things, you can sort of begin to replicate the look already. And so, but yeah, for Saturday Night Live, of all things, actually yeah. went to like really good, you know, lengths to get this like technical aspect of it right that most people wouldn't notice, but they would know if it was wrong. I don't know. I guess I didn't realize how much effort goes into your typical like Saturday Night Live. I'm bit. guessing it's not all that. It can't, yeah, they can't all be this yeah. way. Yeah. But, but it, it seems like with that one, that was, that was the thing that would sell the idea. So mm-hmm. they would have to actually make sure that otherwise it would just be off and you wouldn't know why. And it'd yeah. be like, yeah. yeah, I guess I just never. It never occurred to me that 
you know, SNL was even willing to go to that length for anything, yeah, yeah, let alone yeah. to make fun of Wes Anderson. You yeah. Know? I have to, I'll have to check out. So, well, obviously I have to see Moonrise Kingdom next. I have to see Digital Unlimited. I'm sure it's a whole list that I need to see. I would like to see Rushmore. Um, because I've heard it's supposed to be really good. Um, Here's some mixed things about it. Some yeah. people seem to like really like it a lot, or really not like it a lot. Yeah. Even people like other <laughs> other Wes Anderson films. Hmm. So I don't know. I feel just on, it's on the list of movies that I I feel like I would really enjoy if I would just take the time to watch them. But for, it's but it also happens to be in that set of movies that are not on Netflix, and so mm. it's like well, I have to go and buy I don't like them it that like, much. Yeah, it's yeah. like well. I don't know. Such such a cheapskate. I'm like, do I want to gamble ten bucks on the possibility that I won't like this movie if I buy it? You know, or, or it's like, well, whatever. Like, I'd like to, I'd really like to see um, Garden State. That's supposed to be really good too. Oh, we have Garden State. If you yeah, want to borrow it, I might. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen that. I, right? That's why it's on the list. You know. But although, just, to be fair, so the thing you have to, the only thing I'm concerned about with that, it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned people have like pumped it up too much for you mm-hmm. that you may think it's it's there's no bigger concept. It's like yeah. kind of. For me, anyway, my main reaction to it is sort of like a mood piece kind of thing. Sure, yeah. So if you're if you're expecting that, I think it's yeah. okay. But yeah. it's it's not like over the top Wes Anderson. Any anything in that ballpark, no. it's more. No, 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 no. It's yeah. very. It's like a very personal kind of thing. Yeah, know? totally. Well, that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. You know, because like I actually sat down and watched like all of Scrubs like from start to finish, yeah. and just sort of like realized you know how good Zach Braff is at all this stuff, right? Yeah. And so, and I I had heard of Garden State. Actually, I think. Back when I had the DVD version of Netflix, you know, the kind of they mail you plastic yes, yeah. pieces in the mail. <laughs> Amazing. Um, they had recommended it to me, and I was like, oh, you know, whatever. And now that I've watched all scrubs, I'm like, no, I should really go see Garden It's State not now. that kind of funny. Right. Like, right. It's not, it's not, it doesn't yeah, have the slapstick it's, it's, element. It's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's some funny moments, but yeah. it's not, it's, I wouldn't even describe it as a comedy. I mean, there's, there's little, there's little slices that are sort of, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. You just, but I, I, like, I'm not, I'm not hoping for basically scrubs the movie, but, you know, the way that, I think it's the inverse. So it's, I haven't seen a lot of scripts. What, yeah. what it seems to me that it is, you tell me if this is right. Mm-hmm. It's mostly a comedy with some serious moments. And if you flip that, that's yeah. Garden State. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I I kind of want to see it again now. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> now they brought it up. Yeah. I like, he has sort of his thing. You know, like Wes Anderson has, has his thing. Braff, I think, sort of has his thing where he has like dream sequences or like sort of like yes. daydreaming yes. sort of things yeah. that happen in both of those. I think it's super cool in Scrubs. And it seems like there's a lot of that in Garden State too, or at least a fair amount. Yeah, so. yeah. there's yeah, there's yeah. some of that. But a lot of it's just there's an overall mood to the film that like yeah. it's really sort of established by like there's this really early scene at a gas station that I, I love. Yes, and that, I think that kind of encapsulates the film as a whole. Well, like, that 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 describes. <laughs> I'm mean, gonna not say anything, but I think, I think that describes where it starts and not where he ends up. Yeah, like, yeah that's yeah, the contrast to where he yeah. ends up. Got it. And, and you should see, especially review this. This our next episode. That sweet, whatever you call those, or the, like the, the mutton, mutton chops. chops. Mutton yeah. chops? Are they thick enough to be mutton chops? They're like real skinny. I don't know. I feel like not. we're literally splitting hairs at this point. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wow. You didn't actually have to do that. I'm sure there's a sound somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll find it for it's, us. It's going or on we'll record that and yeah, use it next. <laughs> okay. All right, that's the spoilers. <laughs> that, is, that is the spoilers. We have literally spoiled the movie for anybody still listening. <laughs> Somebody in a car, like, I can't shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> Spoil the movie for me. <laughs>
this has happened to you? <laughs> it would be like some horrible infomercial where like the person's totally overacting. He's like, ah, I can't <laughs> turn off the cars for stereo. Oh You've seen God. those super cuts. Oh, like, like, totally. Well, there's a whole subreddit of... Uh, Is there? Yeah, totally. They, they take like those... Like throw the pasta out the window. Yeah, exactly. They take those. They just clip them out and make little animated By GIFs. The way. The fingers was weird. Where I, I wonder if they meant it to look that. I assume they meant it to look that fake. The fingers only. Yeah, yeah, they shit. did. Yeah, okay, because yeah. yeah, I was like, hmm. <laughs> I was like shocked, and I'm like, I'm actually not that shocked. <laughs> should I be more shocked? <laughs> Help me here, Wes no, Anderson. You're the right level. Tell me how, how shocked should I be at this point? Um. Okay. Want to give it a shot? Yep. Okay. We're ready. We're ready. Wait, would we usually do it? It's <laughs> <laughs> the biggest build up there. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. We can start for a real now okay. if you want. We'll give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs>